Hey, peeps, please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. What is going on, crypto family? So today, I want to talk about breaking Bitcoin. Let's start off talking about the developers, the people who actually work on Bitcoin. Do you know that they don't get paid to contribute and to work on the actual blockchain itself? Unless, of course, they got a big bag of it. Linux is very similar that it's open source, but big corporations pay the developers to further the code. So Bitcoin is open source, and in theory, anybody can contribute with a BIP, Bitcoin Improvement Protocol. But who's to say that we need it, want it? And who's to say that it's not going to have bugs? And I know, I know, people say Bitcoin's open source, so everybody can check the code. But how many people do you know that can read C++ and check for errors in the code? How many people do you know can look through it and say, hey, what about this, guys? Can you imagine if we had another Bitcoin bug like we did in 2010, where there was 184 million, there was 184 million extra Bitcoin created. Thank God Satoshi caught it. But then again, in September of 2018, there was another inflation bug that was created and released into the wild. And if some, I guess, anonymous Bitcoin cash developer didn't find it, then there could have been more than the 21 million Bitcoin introduced to the Bitcoin network. So as you can see, bugs happen. They've happened more than twice. Those are the two that I can recall as I'm walking up the steps. So what would a bug do to Bitcoin? What would happen if it was released? What would happen to the confidence of Bitcoin itself or in Bitcoin itself? What would happen to the confidence of crypto? People in crypto in general, right? What would they think of it? And then who would enter the scene to come save the day? Yikes. So what would replace it? Would confidence be lost altogether? Would Satoshi's vision die right then and there? Or would something else enter the scene? Some kind of banker's coin? Something that in God we trust, right? Another fiat, this time digital crypto replacement for Bitcoin? Would that enter the scene if Bitcoin was to have a fatal bug? Now look, we all know that tech has bugs, right? That's why we do bounties. That's why we're constantly maintaining things. But with Bitcoin, we can't afford bugs, right? Too many people count on it. And with no, I guess, real incentive other than philanthropy or unless they got a big bag of Bitcoin, what's incentivizing these developers to maintain and update the Bitcoin blockchain aside from philanthropy, right? Are we just sitting on a ticking time bomb waiting for the next bug to appear? Now let's talk about the core team of developers behind Bitcoin. They may be some of the smartest people in the world. They are for coding, but they may not have our best interests in mind. What do I mean? What do I mean? Well, unless they've got a really big bag of Bitcoin, they're basically working for free. It's nobody's incentivizing them to maintain or update the code. So the question you gotta ask yourself is, why would they want Bitcoin to be faster or cheaper when they're smart, right? They can create a second layer solution or something that would generate them income. Because Bitcoin, maintaining the code, pushing updates, isn't doing it. But if they create a second layer solution that makes it fast, cheap, reliable, as a second layer solution, they can finally start to profit, finally start making money. They actually become a third party, putting themselves between the peers for peer-to-peer electronic digital cash. But now they're finally able to make money. So that's the question you can ask yourself. Why would they wanna work on Bitcoin when they can create something separate and finally get paid? Fun fact, kids, a little off topic, not really, but a little bit. Did you know that Satoshi Nakamoto turned over the keys to Bitcoin? 
to Gavin Andreessen. So we turned over the keys to Gavin Andreessen and then quietly disappeared into the night. Nobody's seen or heard from him since. Then the same person that Satoshi gave the keys of the castle to, Gavin Andreessen, was removed, kicked out of the, the Bitcoin club, so to speak, by the core developers. It's an abbreviated, but true story. Look it up. Now that they have control, we're basically at their mercy, so to speak, and we know that they're not being paid to work on Bitcoin, but they can be paid to work on second layer solutions. So when Satoshi said to create bigger blocks when the network needed it and technology improved to where it could happen, it didn't happen, did it? Nobody increased the block sizes of Bitcoin. Matter of fact, actually created a fork, a sect. Some went to Bitcoin Cash with bigger blocks, others stayed with Bitcoin. Guess what side Gavin Andreessen's on? It's not Bitcoin. Now, I'm not here to advocate that Bitcoin Cash is the real Bitcoin. We all know there's only one Bitcoin, well, that's Bitcoin. But we also know that Bitcoin Cash works as Satoshi intended. We know that their devs are paid, and we know that uh, it's fast, cheap, and reliable, right? So, how do we get Bitcoin back on track? Now, I did a video a while back called Leave Bitcoin Alone. And I firmly, <laughs> got a lot of people here. I firmly agree in everything I said there. I truly do. I believe that Bitcoin's come to a point where it's just a means of investment. People are using it as digital gold. People are holding it, waiting for it to moon, so to speak. Currently, Bitcoin is just too expensive to use as peer-to-peer -peer digital cash. People are expecting it to moon. They're holding on to it. They consider it an investment. Nobody wants to spend $5 of Bitcoin today on a burger that could be worth 50 bucks next week, right? So, what do we do? Well, we can accept this, or we can urge them to increase the block sizes to make it fast and cheap. But then we have to worry about them pushing up a bug. And if they do that, that could kill everything that we've been working for here. Not to mention, who's really gonna use it anyways because they're all expecting it to moon. So most people would agree that Bitcoin's become digital gold. Nobody wants to spend it for burgers and bills. So what do we do then? We keep with the idea that uh, Bitcoin will stable out after enough people embrace it, start using it, and then it'll somehow lose its volatility and people will be able to use it as stable tokens and stable coins. Is that what we do? But what happens to all the people, all the merchants? Along the way, with all those violent price swings, they had to budget their bills, budget payroll, pay their employees, all that kind of stuff. What happens to them along the way? And then, what about the investors? The people that are only in it for the volatile price swings? I know some people were saying, Beatles, what are you talking about? Bitcoin's worth what Bitcoin's worth, and whatever I pay for it or sell it for, at that moment is what it is. Well, yes, but on the flip side, somebody's holding it. What happens to them that are holding it? If it was $5 when they received it, and it's two fifty at the end of the day, what happens? And look, if we're honest about crypto adoption, for the masses to use it, it needs to be safe, reliable, secure, non-volatile, and there needs to be ways to get in and out of it. So a question for you. Why don't we embrace stable tokens and stable coins that work, the ones that work without a third party, right? And um, we could use it as digital peer-to-peer -peer cash, like Satoshi wanted, 
In fact, if we use several stable tokens and stable coins, we wouldn't be at the mercy of just one in case something went bad for that one token or coin. Satoshi's vision was for us all to be using digital peer-to-peer -peer cash. Well, it appears that Bitcoin has become digital gold. It appears that Satoshi's vision has failed. And if the core devs aren't careful, we might all be holding fool's gold instead of digital gold. And please don't misconstrue my concerns for Bitcoin with FUD. I think Bitcoin is the greatest invention of my lifetime. I think Satoshi Nakamoto should get the Nobel Peace Prize. I think it's totally freaking incredible, and I don't want to see anything bad happen to it. You know, I enjoy doing these videos you ask me to. So there's a big list that you've uh, asked me to cover. Uh, this one here I think is great for just starting a discussion, right? We've heard so many people, especially the diehard Bitcoiners, that, you know, it's really difficult to talk to them. You know, I've been in Bitcoin since 2011. I love it. Um, I'm about as diehard as it gets, but I'm one of those guys too that doesn't like to be in an echo chamber. I don't like to just be in a room filled with all my peers that all say the same damn thing. That gets really old really quick. So let's have a discussion here. Let's talk about it. What do you think about everything I just said and all the questions I have and the questions you have? Again, I know this is a painful discussion, especially for us people that love Bitcoin and adore it like I do. But I'm also one of those guys that prides himself in keeping an open mind, not being stubborn or resistant to facts, and to discuss things, and then make a logical decision based upon the new facts or new ideas that you know I come across. So I challenge each of you, and hopefully you didn't find this as fun. Hopefully you just found this as another discussion that we should be having, getting it out of the open, rather than just you know sweeping it under the rug. So. Hey peeps, just a friendly reminder, Crypto Beetle shows are never financial advice, recommendations, or trading strategies. The views expressed here are solely that of Robert Beatles and his guests. Robert Beatles is the co-founder of the Monarch Wallet, host of Trading View Sessions, Crypto Beatles on YouTube, and on several entities. Robert's opinions here do not reflect that of those entities. Some information shared here may not actually be factual. These shows are for information and entertainment purposes only. Never invest a single Satoshi or penny in anything without first seeking the counsel and advice of a professional financial advisor. Robert Beatles is not a financial expert or advisor. Investing in anything is super dangerous. You can lose all of your money, so always trade at your own risk. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the fam. All right. God bless you. Love you. Until the next one, talk to you soon.